Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey podcast. This is episode 54. I'm excited about this one because we have a guest on this one too. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to getting into the conversation. Before we start, um, as always, I'm going to ask uh, my co host to introduce herself. So, introducing Stacey, the stunning, the healer extraordinaire, the now published author, Stacey Brown. Stacey, over <laughs> to you. Can't help myself. I don't know how to follow that. Like whenever you say it, it just makes me laugh. But friends, I'm super excited about this episode. My name is Stacy. I am an intuitive healer and a certified Reiki practitioner. I'm a spiritual mentor, an Akashic record reader, a podcast host and creator, and finally a published author. My book is available now on Amazon, and it has been incredible to see the reviews and comments coming in from all of you. So I just want to say a quick thank you for the support and the love. I'm definitely feeling it right now. Nims, you have to introduce yourself, but I have no way of following up with the way that you just introduced me. <laughs> wow, Stace, thanks. Now I'm going to let our guest introduce herself first, always ladies first. So um, our guest today is going to be Venetia. I've known Venetia for a few years. She's a close friend, and I'm excited to get this conversation going. But Venetia, over to you. Why don't you introduce yourself? Oh, I didn't expect that. Thank you so much for having me here. So my name is Venetia, and I help um, businesses with social media. So when it comes to content creation, reels, putting together a structure, a strategy, how to show up online. So that's me. I help businesses with their social media, and I'm really excited to be here. Thank you for that, Venetia. And um, for those that don't know, it's Venetia that in the first place encouraged me to go live on Instagram. So I went, I was going live for every week for a while before I met Stacey a few years ago. That was through Venetia's pushing and also Venetia pushes us on reels. So um, you've seen me increase, uh, for those that follow me on social media, do more reels. That's thanks to Venetia. So um, a quick intro on me, I'm Nims Nimesh. I'm also an Akashic Record reader, uh, podcast host, creator, and a spiritual coach and mentor. And I just love the work that we do, uh, really kind of helping people and guiding people to shine their light. Um, I'm excited about a lot of things on the go. And, you know, I'm super, super grateful for this podcast. We always get lots of feedback, lots of messages, and it's just beautiful to see the impact. I'm excited to talk about this week's episode. So we are recording this um, a week before. But we're coming close to Valentine's. So we thought, you know what, let's 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 have an episode where we talk about falling in love with you. Because I'll always talk about everything we need is inside us, all the love, all the joy, all every all the answers. And you now a lot of the time the love that we seek from our side in terms of finding a relationship, when I'm in a relationship, I'll be complete. No, we need to fall in love with ourselves first. And then it means that anyone that we fall in love with us had compliments that. So this episode is all about loving ourselves what do we do to do that um so i'd love to start the conversation and um i'll go to stacy first stacy what does this topic mean to you so this topic is near and dear to my heart but it's near and dear to my heart because it took me so long to get to a space of loving myself um i don't think that i was aware that i didn't love myself um, as I think a lot of people aren't, you know, um, we kind of grow up and experience what we experience as a child, whether that be a positive or a negative, whether that be a loving environment or not. And we carry that with us 
and integrate it into who we are. And so my feeling for me is that I spent decades not aware and not loving myself. And interestingly enough, I had a mentor come into my life who helped me to kind of unpack some of the ideas that I had about myself Um, in the environment that I was raised in your worth and your value was based off of your performance. Um, Let's take it back a little bit more. Um, My father grew up in a row home in Philly. And when his, his parents dropped him off at college on his first day at college, they were homeless and living out of their station wagon. And he had a young sister and a newborn brother. His brother is only eight years older than I am. And he recounted to me that he stood on the steps of the school and he made a commitment to himself that he would never suffer the way that he saw his parents suffer, which is similar, Nims, to to a story that you share of, I, I am not going to not have the things that I need or the things that my family needs. And so I watched my father my entire life striving to perform at a certain level with his career, um, with the way that he was in our church environment. He was always striving to perform better than he had. And that message came to me loud and clear from a very young age. And so I would say that there was kind of this theme for me intermixed with the parent, the way my parents raised me and the religious environment they raised me in, there was this theme of guilt and shame that I carried with me and this constant desire and, and almost anxiety like feeling that the way that I would perform determined my worth. And I would say approximately a decade ago, I had a mentor come into my life and we were sitting in my living room and I was kind of recounting to her some of the ways that, that I lived and the values that I lived by and explained to her the guilt and the shame. And she said to me, you know, you don't, you don't have to live this way. And it was the first time where anybody had called me out on my belief system and said like this, it doesn't have to be this way. And I began a months long process working with her on the concept of self-love and integrating that into who I am. And it was very, very different than what I had been rehearsing or practicing for so many decades. So um, for me, this has been quite a long process to get to a place where I am loving, embracing and accepting who I am not based off of what I do, but simply because I am inherently loved unconditionally. And it's taken some time to really learn the ways that I can show up for myself. But it is something now that I've become so passionate about that I help people do this in their lives as well. And quite honestly, in my opinion, I think it's one of the biggest things people struggle with. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's um, you know, so much easier to love others and prioritize others. And um, when we don't put ourselves first, then how can we truly shine our light the brightest? Um, we're doing, even though the people we love are disservice when we don't put ourselves first. Because when we do, 
our light becomes so much brighter. So yeah, I, I love that analogy. I love the way of that putting it. And uh, Venetia, I'd love for you to give your kind of view of what this topic has meant for you in your journey. Well, after listening to Stacey, I kind of thought about myself because I agree it takes a while and it is a very long process. And I learned this for myself because I was an individual where when I was at school, I went to college, I went to university and I was never sure of what I wanted to do. Like, you know, people say, oh, I want to be a doctor. I want to be an accountant. I had no idea. And even when I was at school, I kind of felt like not confused, but not sort of good enough. And then it took a while for like my confidence to grow and shine through. And as the years went on, I finished college, I went to university and I studied law. And it's really bizarre because I didn't like it. I thought I'm just doing this for the sake of it because everybody goes to university, they get a degree and this is what we're supposed to do. And then when I was at university, I never enjoyed it at all. And that's when I decided to leave my job, start my own business. But when I left my job and started my own business. I didn't tell many people, like I did a lot of charity work. I started, you know, helping my clients with social media, but I didn't realize what I was doing at the time was creating like a little bit of a snowball. So even though I didn't finish university, um, deep down, I never felt like I was good enough. I always felt as though I don't have a degree. I'm not worthy. But even though I didn't have a degree, I was building such an incredible life, like the network that I have built, the community that I've built, both online and offline, which has enabled, enabled me to have such an incredible like work-life balance and life that I live. And it wasn't until a few friends told me like years ago that, you know, you are incredible at what you're doing. I thought, really? And even now, like when I get compliments, people always say, you're amazing. Then I say, no, 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 you're amazing. So it took me a very long time to actually say thank you. And for me, being able to actually know that I am worthy and I am good enough, it's been such a long process, knowing that I don't necessarily need a degree or need to compare myself to other people, but know that I am worthy. And just being able to accept that and love myself is like Nim said, I can shine my light so much brighter to other people as well. And I love that. <laughs> Actually, just a bit of background. I I I finished, I saw you on um on Facebook doing an, an emotional um post a few years ago about doing the charity work. And that's what made me reach out to your vulnerability. So um I just there's not that many people that were authentic on social media, right? So um that's what, and actually, interesting enough, similar to a story with Stacey, I had Stacey on Clubhouse, and she was being super vulnerable. I'm like, wow, not many people that are this vulnerable and this open to to share in their heart. Um, and that's what made me reach out to Stacey. So, um, you know, it's it, it's it's interesting on this on this journey of self love. It's um, you know, everyone talks about how easy it is, and you know, kind of doing the self care routine and all that sort of stuff, but it is a journey, right? I mean, I. Stacey said I've got a similar story and it reminded me I wasn't going to share, but that's that's an interesting one to share. So I I grew up in a in a in a in a big family, in a loving environment. Um we were refugees. I was three years old. We came over from Uganda, so I didn't know English, didn't know the language. And um I've got four brothers, four sisters. Um I've got one younger sister, everyone else is older than me. So at the, at that age everybody was just trying to reclimatize. Everyone was trying to kind of learn the language and find their own place. And it meant a lot of my childhood, I wasn't really heard. 
And um, but again, I was it was a loving environment. I can't complain about it, but it wasn't. I, I didn't have a voice. I didn't. I wasn't getting the attention because everyone had their own stuff going on. It wasn't, you know. So, um, but yeah, I mean, the example Stacy mentioned. I remember with some of the child work I've done. I think I was four or five years old, and I remember a conversation that my sister was having with my parents, and they were arguing. She wanted to spend some money on something, and we didn't have it. So, and I remember making a decision at that age that when I when I grow up. Um, I'm never going to allow that situation. I'm going to make sure that I have a home that if my family want to visit is big enough and financially, if somebody needed something, I could help them. So, um, and just that's what I've created. And he's like, you don't even know sometimes the thoughts you have um, <clears throat> and in that kind of emotional state. But, you know, my journey to self-love, um, I've always been the sort of person that, is and I'm sure all, all three of us are, but it's that person that goes out of the way for other people. And um, having a large family, I've got 10 nephews, three nieces, and I really have um, made sure that I'm a different sort of uncle to them, giving them a platform to speak their truth um, in whatever way they needed to. And I've done that because I've done that intentionally because I wanted to make a difference. And um, but it's, yeah, it's really interesting. It's that I'm open to going out my way for other people, but how open am I in terms of other people going out their way for me? You know, both of you are the same. Whenever I give you a compliment, you always cringe, right? It's like, you know, it's it's you're, you find it easy kind of complimenting others, but how do you feel about receiving that love, those compliments? And it's that, you know, on this healing journey, it is interesting, right? We... We love to go out of a way for other people, but then we're uncomfortable with ourselves. And that's similar with me. I've <clears throat> I've been on this self-love journey. I've kind of focused on knowing that everything I need is inside me, all the, all the love, all the joy, and really kind of trying to find that love. And, you know, I have people like uh, both you and, and certainly Stacey keeps me on my toes in terms of my self-care routine, in terms of what am I doing for me? And, you know, I've, I've spent... I spent a lot of time on, on, you know, kind of the spiritual path and loving my spiritual body. You know, I know that my soul is here to do something amazing, but I have found at times that I neglect my physical body. And it's not like I do that intentionally. It's just because my natural state is to focus on the spiritual side. Um, but I, I know that the physical body is like your base chakra. If you don't look after your vessel that your soul's in, then how are you meant to do the work that you're meant to do? So, you know, I, I am focused on kind of having that self-care routine, which includes the physical activity. And like I said, I have people like Stacy in my life who, um, who kind of like to remind me every once in a while that make sure that, and that for me is what's important, is that, you know, doing having a strong self-care routine that keeps you going on a day-to-day -day basis but also constantly asking yourself, what are you, what are the things that lift your soul? And I, I know it's partly, you know, um, spending time in nature, um, meditation, being that silence, being with me, um, and, you know, spending time with family. There's, there's a, there, there's a beauty, certainly my nephews and nieces, and there's, there's a, just a beauty and a natural beauty of being surrounded by love. But how often when you, when you're in those situations, do you stop and just take a look around? And that for me is what I really love doing is just when I'm in those moments is just stopping because 
life is so fast as you know sometimes you miss it right but it's really important on this self-care journey that you stop and just be grateful in the moment because everything is available in the moment if you can be grateful in this moment feeling the joy feeling the love just feeling the beauty around you in this moment then yesterday will take care of itself and tomorrow will be sorry then yesterday will just be a memory and tomorrow will take care of itself because it's in this moment like the three of us you know how we randomly met i i i've only i've known stacy i met her what year and a half ago on clubhouse and now what we've met in person she's been over here five times and i think i've been over there four times so we've met nine times in that in that time and we've created a mentorship program we're jointly running this podcast we've done so much and you know I think Stacey's got a book out, right, Stacey? Um, and we've done a lot of stuff around that, right? So, and, you know, Venetia, I just randomly reached out to you on social media and just said, wow, you know, well done. I just, you know, you're shining your light. Well done. And it's just, and it's those random moments that you've also got to be grateful for, right? You know, so what are you, I guess, you know, let's move on to the topic of, of talking about what are we doing for ourselves to fall in love with ourselves? Now, Valentine's is a, is an interesting time. It's, it's a, you know, it's a time where there's a lot of pressure if you're, if you're in a relationship to to go out and do something amazing and all of a sudden, you know, restaurants are crazy busy and the prices are crazy busy. But if you're not in a relationship, how does that feel, right? Um, you know, there's so-called, you know, lots of relationships around us and all that sort of stuff. And it's like, well, hold on, how, how do you feel about spending time with yourself? How are you falling in love with you? How comfortable are you with spending time with just you? What does that look like? So... I'd love to talk to both of you about what are you doing today in today's world about continuing to fall in love with yourself? Because I'll tell you myself, it is a journey. I mean, I I know that everything I need is inside me. I do love me from the inside, but there are times when I struggle. And it's really interesting. The things that, that, that work for me, like, you know, kind of the self-care routine, all that sort of stuff, I find it's when I stop doing those things that I start to struggle. But then if I know those things are working, why do I sometimes stop? Because life gets busy, right? But then for me, it's then important to kind of get back to those things and then get into routine. Um, and when life's busy, it is difficult, but it's making it a priority. So let me start with you, Stacey. What are you doing in, in your life today to continue to fall in love with you? What does that look like for you? Well, so the first thing to say is I'm not in a relationship. <laughs> Um, I am going through a, a separation and divorce. Um, the divorce will be final in the next couple of weeks. And, um, I very much remember when we first split that like going to bed by myself was really foreign to me and spending time by myself was very foreign to me. Um, I started having kids at a young age. And so my life was very, very busy. And in this season, I have one child still at home, three are grown and out on their own. And um, life looks very different. But I have to say, I thoroughly enjoy my time by myself. Like I relish in it. I enjoy it so much. And for me, I had to create um, some structure and... Um, I, I like to tell people that the relationship that you have with yourself needs to be nurtured in the same way that you would nurture relationships with other people. 
if you don't take the time and invest in the relationship, eventually it falls away. And so to me, there needs to be a consistent pattern of behavior that allows me to show up for me. So as been, this has been mentioned already, um, I'm very passionate about journaling. Um, and I believe in journaling with intention. I spent a lot of years journaling and just letting myself freely write on the page. And though it worked for me, um, I felt like there needed to be something more. And so I created a journaling structure that, that we actually use and teach people now that has just changed the way that I feel when I close the journal at the end of a session. Instead of just dumping words on a page, I'm using um, the power of affirmations um, and self-love through those affirmations. I'm using gratitude and a very intentional and present practice of gratitude. You know, um, gratitude can lift your mood almost immediately. And when we use it intentionally and we get in the moment, we're really appreciating what we have in this moment versus looking behind us or looking in front of us. Um, so for me, journaling is, is, a, is a key part of um, self-love. It allows me a space to process what I'm feeling, to use kind words to myself, and to intentionally document what I am grateful for. Um, so that, that's where I would say I start. Um, the next thing that I would say is really important for me and may seem trivial, but I really believe in sleep. I believe that when we are rested, we are able to show up in the world as a better version of ourselves because our mind is clearer, our body is rested. And so for me, part of that self-love practice is going to bed at a time that works for me, which is interesting because for a lot of people, the perception is that I sleep more or a lot compared to them, but it's something that I've known about myself since I was a little girl that I need a good, you know, eight or nine hours of sleep a night to really be performing at my best. And so I consistently make sure that that's a priority. Um, and then another thing that I have really been um, kind of working with is moving my body and getting exercise. We were just talking about the fact that um, we were sick here in this house last week, and I'm kind of going through this reset where like my body is recovering and I'm recognizing, wow, I, I need to get back to that exercise, getting the endorphins going, giving myself that space to process. Um, a lot of the exercise that I do is running and it becomes a very meditative time for me to process things that I might not otherwise have, have the time to, to process. And then finally, um, something that I have found a lot of power in is mirror work. And I'm going to tell you what I've been doing with myself because it is kind of funny. Um, so I get in front of my makeup mirror and I make eye contact with myself. And I know some people will say like, I love you and, and like affirmations like that. But I actually look myself in the eyes <laughs> and I say, Stacy, what do you need right now? That's all I ask. Stacy, what do you need right now? And then I just wait. And I listen for her to tell me <laughs> what she needs. 
And by me talking to myself like that in the third person, it really helps as well because I know that I'm building a relationship with myself. And so this question, I have been asking myself daily, what do you need right now? And then just listening for the answer. And sometimes tears come. Sometimes I just need a space to let out what I'm feeling. Sometimes I've come to the conclusion that I'm hungry. (laughs) But having that rapport where I'm asking, it's like the same thing that I would do with a friend, right? If Venetia and I were hanging out and she was at my house, I would say, what do you need? Can I get you something to drink? Or do you want something to eat? Right? Like there's something powerful in asking myself, what do you need right now? And it's something newer that I've integrated into my routine and I do it every single day. So I would encourage you if you haven't asked yourself lately what you need to try asking that question and see what answer comes. But those are, those are some of the ways that I practice self-love. I love that. What do you need? Um, yeah, no, I, I love the mirror work. I mean, just for those that don't know, mirror, mirror work is a great way of falling in love with you from the inside. We spend a lot of time on our physical bodies and, but what do we do to fall in love with ourselves? So you start, you know, connecting with yourself in the mirror and just feeling you from the inside and having a conversation, whatever it is, whether it's, I love you, whether you sing to yourself, whether you, you ask, what, what do I need? It's that creating a connection with you. And sometimes it's uncomfortable and it's okay. And um, we, I'm sure we've talked more about that in previous episodes, but moving on to Venetia. Venetia, what do you do? What are you doing in today's, in today's world to really kind of fall in love with you? So before I go into that, Stacey, I love that. I've literally just written that down. Like, I think I'm going to definitely give that a go. Yeah, that's quite interesting. So thank you for sharing that. Um, so before Nims, you said that we're constantly busy. I think we live in this world where we're constantly doing one thing to the next. We have like a never ending to do list and every day like we can make excuses of oh I'm too busy to do this but one thing I've learned that when I stop making time for me that's when I start feeling tired I start getting anxious and maybe irritable and I've learned that spending more time by myself having a self-care routine is so important and even doing things like going to the gym going for a run going for a walk it's so important to do that But another thing that I've learned is even doing things like putting my favorite songs on, having like a sing-along or going for a long drive, because as nice as it is being busy, being around people, I think it's so important to fill up our own cup as well and having that self-love, that self-care routine. And one thing that I always do is having like on my calendar, making sure I go for a walk, making sure I'm taking that time out because the more that I pour into myself, the more that I can give back to others. And I learned that yesterday, like I think, so here in the UK, it was minus two yesterday morning. And I think I only had maybe four or five hours sleep. And I've learned that that's okay. I'll do that a few times. And then I'll crash at the weekend, maybe having like nine or 10 hours. So yesterday I had four or five hours sleep. I got up, I went for a run. It was minus two, but I came back and I was absolutely buzzing the entire day. And that's when I know that when I'm doing these things for myself, like the results show and I can shine a light on myself and other people. And I was buzzing the entire day 
And I thought, hmm, let me give that a go today. So today I went even earlier. I was up by about, I think, five. And I was out for about six to go to the gym. And again, I've had so much energy the whole day. And that's when it goes to show that when you put that time in for yourself, it just, you can just shine that line so much brighter. So I think it's so important to spend that time on ourselves. Nice. And just uh, for our US friends, minus two in the UK is, I was just looking it up, 28 um, degrees Fahrenheit. So um, just just to give context and make sure, you know, we, we, we use centigrade in the UK and you guys use Fahrenheit. And it's, it's really interesting in terms of um, how do we feel about spending time on our own? You both spoke, talked about the importance of kind of that time, that self-time. Um, and maybe that's the question to ask our listeners is, how do you feel? How do you feel about spending time with you? Are you comfortable being in your own space? Are you comfortable being with you? Do you enjoy it? And I challenge you if you, if you, if you do find it uncomfortable, if you do, then I'd encourage you to do it more. But do things that you enjoy doing on your own. Watch a movie, call a friend, just maybe do some self-care, take a bath, spend some time in nature. But it's that, it is, for me, it's really important that you are comfortable, that, that I'm comfortable spending time with me. And I actually enjoy spending time with me. And it's interesting is that, um, you know, post-lockdown post COVID and whatever that looks like, how do you feel about being around lots of people? I'm, I mean, Things have opened up now and all that, but I do find myself when I'm around lots of people, I do feel different, right? It's just, I, I, I guess it's also being part of part, you know, being the spiritual journey, the empath, you feel other people's energy, but it's, it's interesting. I am comfortable on my own. I love spending time with people, but equally, I, I feel it's, um, it's important to spend time on our own, and it's just, um, and before I move on and talk about what I've been doing, Anisha, you missed something out. I believe you love going for a milkshake to celebrate. You didn't mention your milkshake. Oh, of course. That's one of my favourite things. Um, so when we first went into lockdown, I used to work on Sundays and I used to work a really, really long day. And that's when I was working with a coach and I had all these things to do. And I remember thinking, I really don't want to do this. And she said, well, Venetia, why don't you get everything done? And if you get everything done, why don't you reward yourself with something? And then I thought, really like to have um chocolate milkshake and that Sunday I remember getting everything done it got to about 8 or 9 p.m and I went for a chocolate milkshake double chocolate and it was the best thing in the world so that started on a Sunday and since then I continued to do that and even my dad would ask me it was like 8 9 p.m where are you going just going out to get a milkshake and then I continued to go so I ended up taking like my sister-in-law my little cousin my nephew and even when I sign like new clients it becomes a thing like I keep going for milkshakes but I also take other people and now it now it's developed into Oreo milkshakes even my aunt in London when she comes to visit me I also take her so for me um I love doing that. And for me, that's self-love. It's celebrating. And even now, like, my eyes are lighting up. I was, like, sitting here all quiet, but I'm like, oh, I love an Oreo milkshake. <laughs> and not only do I do that for myself, but I share it with other people as well. And just to add to that as well, I'm so happy to go there alone because now the lady, she knows me. If I go there and say, oh, I'll have an Oreo milkshake, please, she doesn't even ask me anymore like anybody else. Like, no, it's just for me. I'm so happy being here. 
and I that's love- cool, right? Well, yeah, what's what's wrong with going to going for a date on yourself, right? What's wrong with going to movies? You know, it's just um, you know, it's uh, and maybe that's the question for our listeners: What do you do to celebrate? It's like when something good happens, it's really important to to kind of celebrate it in a way that you are locking in that memory. So when you do, it's like Felicia with you when you go um, when you're winning your client and you go for that milkshake. What you're doing is the new client. And the memory of the new client, you're locking in even more as a magic moment because you're going for that milkshake. So it's that, you know, I, I feel that's that's really important. I think for Stacy, maybe secretly going to Target. Some somehow, whenever I'm in the US, she loves taking me to Target. It's like a, it, it's like some sort of punishment that she's doing to me. I'm not saying I don't love Target. I wouldn't even say just when you're celebrating something, because friends, True. I find that Good point. I find that something that's really important is we've got to love ourselves even when things aren't going great. And I, I want I want everybody to really integrate this because, dude, I actually feel like I'm about to be emotional and I don't want to be emotional. Um, this, this last season has been really hard for me. Don't wait to celebrate. I have found that there have been days where I have been so discouraged and so frustrated. And if I had waited until something good was happening to love myself and celebrate myself, I wouldn't have done anything. (laughs) But, you know, Nims, you and I had a conversation not long ago. And I was feeling extremely run down. I was run down. I was exhausted. Um, going through a divorce, starting a new business, moving my home in a very short span of time and writing a book and writing a book in a very short span of time. A lot of things were happening for me, right? A lot of things. And it took Nims saying, you know, what do you enjoy? Like, what, what would you enjoy? And I thought to myself, you know what I enjoy? I enjoy going to the spa. I enjoy getting a massage and having somebody take care of me, right? And as a mom, that's always been something that I've sacrificed, right? Is that these little people needed me. And so I was constantly going and constantly taking care of them and making meals and doing laundry and taking care of a house and running a business. And a couple of times a year, I would treat myself to a massage or a pedicure or a facial. And the idea of someone serving me really allowed me to take the time to love myself. And so interestingly enough, you know, I just mentioned earlier, we've had sickness in the house. Everybody's been on the mend, but this week on Thursday, I'm going to get a massage and a facial and a pedicure. And I really intentionally took the time to go into the spa and find a place that I liked and a place that I felt good about. And I'm going to take the day away from all of my responsibilities to really focus on myself. And I would be lying if I didn't say that when I haven't done it for a period of time, there's kind of this guilt of like, I should be, I should be doing this, or I should be doing that. And friends, we have to surrender that because I know I know, like I know that 
everybody else is going to benefit from me practicing that self-care because they're going to get a calmer version of me. They're going to get a more relaxed version of me. And they're going to get a me that has taken that time out very intentionally and it impacts the world around me, right? Because my vibration is different when I take the time to love and care for myself. And so it's like, it might take time away from work, but what, what's the benefit after, you know, am I, am I going to be happier? Am I going to be calmer? Am I going to be more well-rested? Right. And so I just think it's important to say like, yes, it's wonderful to celebrate, but I think sometimes self-love and self-care need to be ramped up even more when we're not in a place where we're celebrating. Right. I mean, if I had waited through this divorce, okay, I'm going to wait until the divorce is final before I'm going to practice some self-care, or I'm going to wait until the book comes out before I celebrate the writing that I've done. Then what we do is we make those times where we really need more love and care and we're prolonging it. And it makes, it can make us more tired. It can make us more anxious. It can make us more bitter and resentful, right? It can have this ripple effect. And so though I agree with the celebrating very much so, and I think it's super important, this has been a season for me where there hasn't been a lot of celebrating. It's been more like painful and uncomfortable. And yet I feel like the self-care and the self-love needed to be ramped up during this time. So I, I don't want to take away from the dark place that some of our listeners might be in where they're saying, well, I don't have anything to celebrate, but you do because you're still here and living and breathing. And today is another day to shift the way that you're doing things. And so I really want to encourage our listeners, whether you're celebrating something exciting or you're celebrating that you survived, that you're surviving, find a way to practice that self-care no matter how good or how dark things are. Because no matter what space you're in, when you take that time to love and show up for yourself, it has such a beautiful ripple effect on the other areas of your life. And it allows us all to shine our light a little bit brighter. Yeah, I love that. And Stacey makes you more productive. It's really interesting. It's like, you know, we're busy, we're busy, busy, haven't got time for stuff. But actually, when you take time out, you become more productive. So it's, it is point well made, super, super important. And maybe that's the question for our listeners. What can you do today that lifts your soul for you? Mm-hmm. What can you do to take time out? What can you schedule? You know, is it, maybe it is a spa day. Maybe that's something that appeals to you. Maybe it's taking some time in nature. Maybe it's just taking a bath. Maybe it's listening to a song and dancing to a song. It's that, you know, Venetia mentioned music earlier and music touches the soul at a different level. So maybe it's music. It's just you taking time out just to ask yourself that question. What can I do today to lift my soul? What can you do today? Because what it does, it sends a message to your soul that you're important. And what does that one thing start? Maybe it then starts a routine which you do that more often. So it's a point really well made. And um Well, and let's let's add something else to this because I like what you just said. Make a list like today. 
take time out to make a list of the things that make you feel loved and cared for that you can do for yourself. Because sometimes when we're in that dark space, it's really hard to think about what makes us feel good. So like Venetia was saying, you know, she knows that she feels good when she goes and she gets that milkshake, right? Like she, she knows that that's something that when she does it, she perks right up. So whether she's celebrating or she's kind of mending a broken heart, right? She knows that a milkshake works for her. So I would encourage our listeners today, whether it's in your journal or on a whiteboard in your kitchen, like somewhere where you can see it, I would encourage you to make a list of those things that make you feel loved and cared for. Just to give you a couple of mine, journaling is one of mine. Taking a walk or a run or some form of exercise is one of mine. We talked about going to the spa. Um, another thing is for me, getting that sleep, you know, um, a good book. But I would encourage you to have a running list because what I've found is that when I'm in that dark space where I need the self-care and the self-love the most, sometimes that's the time when I struggle to come up with what makes me feel good. So if you have a list of all of these things, then when you're in that space where you know you need something, but you're not sure what it is, you can look at that list and say, oh, you know what? I remember that Oreo milkshake last month and I'm going to get one tonight just because, right? And so I would say, let's get our listeners to start there with like, what would that list look like? And start making that list now and know that you can add to it at any time that you want. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And it's that, you know, schedule it. Because again, so, so often we have the intention of, we've got this list. Oh my God, we're definitely going to do it. But I know for me, it's when life's busy, unless I've, unless it's, unless I've got time and I've scheduled time for it, I'm, I'm going to struggle to do it. So, you know, pip, write that list and make sure you schedule it. Maybe if you, if it's the spa, then book time for the spa, right? If it's, um, you know, but do something today if it's journaling, if it's done, if it's just putting on some loud music and just being crazy in your own space, who cares? Maybe you, maybe you're a karaoke singer, a secret karaoke singer, and maybe you want to do some singing out loud. Maybe that changes your vibration because it has a knock on effect. It's a start. It's the beginning of something different. And you're telling your psyche that you're important. And all of a sudden, you know, any action is a change is, is a course change emotion, right? Because a little action today can have, a little bit of impact today but then if you think about it that little bit of impact today on a daily basis starts to have a big impact so i love i love what stacy said write that list and pick something from the list today that you can do for you today and ju just and to maybe add to that's that. how you start the self-love journey and falling in love with yourself and even at a deeper level sorry venetia you're going to say Sorry, no, and just to add to that as well, when Stacey was talking about that list, it's like my mind is buzzing with ideas and things I haven't done for a while. So, for example, colouring, painting, going for a sunrise walk, watching something on Netflix. And it's something that when you start thinking about it, you think, hold on, I know I enjoy doing these things, but when did I last actually take that time out and schedule it for myself? And it's really funny because something that's been on my list is Nims knows this. Yes, I celebrate with milkshake. I love dessert. And something that I sort of struggled with is getting things for myself and actually treating myself. So maybe having like a spa day, getting AirPods. And one thing that's been on my list for months and months is an Apple Watch. And 
it's really bizarre because I do so many things for other people. I do things for myself, for example, an Oreo milkshake. But it's like, hold on, what about other things that I've always wanted? So for me, getting this last week, it's a huge deal. For example, being able to look at my steps, my running, and it's just knowing that I am good enough. So yes, I can celebrate with an Oreo milkshake, but I also know that I can get other things and it sort of puts my energy. I don't know, it's just, it's something that's very different. Um, not difficult to describe, but very different. So when I got this, it's like the best feeling in the world. It's actually knowing that I am worthy of these things as well. Very true. Simple. Yeah, it's just, you know, putting yourself first and supporting yourself. And maybe that's, and it's also doing something different because that sends a message to your psyche. So I love that. Again, what can you do today to support you? And, um, Super, super important, this journey. In terms of, you know, what have I been doing? It's interesting when Stace talks about sleep, um, and I know you both love your sleep. Um, I've, I love the night. There's just something about the night. I just feel super connected to source. Um, and on this spiritual journey, there's just something about, especially when it's full moon, I just love, I just love being out in the full moon and just letting the full moon heal me. So it's that, you know, I know, I don't get a lot of sleep. Both of you know this, but it's that. And I am trying to get more. I know it's important. I don't think I'm ever going to get to a point of having eight or nine hours. I don't think that's... that's. But, you know, having six or seven regularly, I think is a good thing. So that's something I'm trying to do. Um, but I also enjoy, like I said, if it's a full moon, I love just spending time out. It's a bit cold right now, but just connecting with the moon, spending time in nature, Um I used to travel a lot with work. I don't travel as much, but, you know, I enjoy I enjoy travel. Um, I've been doing some of it quite a lot recently. I just come back from a trip to the U.S. And, um, you know, I loved, I do love spending time with me. And, um, you know, going for a nice drive, getting a Starbucks, you know, just kind of, that's, that's just, but it's just, um, it's making time for me. And things are busy and things, there's a lot going on and all that sort of stuff, you know. There's a lot of um, new things that me and Stacey are working on. Her book's just come out. And all of that's important. But I know that when I take that time out for me, and whatever that looks like, um, I am more productive. And, you know, just spending that time in nature, just being with me, um, going for a walk, going for a drive, I know that lifts my soul. And I know that um, allows me to be more productive. And it's that, it's weird when you're busy, 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 the question to ask yourself is, are you being productive? Because when you're that busy, you know, your productivity is probably impacted. And when you take that time out, um, you probably end up getting so much more done. And you probably end up getting more done in a productive manner, in a creative manner, than you would have done if you didn't take that break. So I encourage everyone today just to take a time out, take a time out, whatever that looks like for you. And, you know, I love what Stacey says, go and look in the mirror, go and fall in love with you, whatever that looks like. It's it's important, right? It's that, um, you know, I January was a heavy month, um, astrologically, spiritually, emotionally, for most, lots of people, lots of people I've spoken to, 2022 was the same. But I do feel we're coming into a more loving vibration. And maybe now as we, as we get closer to Valentine's Day, um, it's a great opportunity to fall in love with you. So, um, yeah, I love, I love it, love it, this conversation. 
as always, um, I, I, we always love kind of leaving our listeners with some journal prompts and some thoughts to really kind of go deep. So uh, Stace knows I'm going to ask. She's there ready. I can feel it. So Stace, what what um, what questions would you like to leave with our listeners? So <clears throat> I think the the most powerful thing that our listeners could start with is that self-care list. Like, what are the things that you can do to love yourself? I think that's where we start. And then I think the question needs to be posed. What does self-love look like for you? Like, what does it, what does it mean to you to love yourself? Um, and what does it look like to form that relationship with yourself? Um, so that would be the first place that I would start. And then um, what are you going to do to take action today to love yourself? What one little thing can you do for yourself to allow yourself the space to honor who you are and how you're showing up in the world? Love that. Thank you, Stace. And as we close out, Venetia, any thoughts you have for the listeners? Anything you want to leave us with? I think making that list, because just listening to both of you, it made me think of things that I haven't done for a while. So I think making that list of what makes you feel good, um, I think it's a really important thing to do. And I guess I would just add, it's important to do something to to lift your soul. But I would also encourage our listeners just to take time out to list three or four things that you're great you're grateful for. And um, be specific. Stace loves talking about this. It's like, be specific. Pick a moment that you're grateful for. Like, I'm grateful for this podcast. I'm grateful for spending some time with two very close friends and having this conversation. It's definitely made me think about what else do I need to do. So I'm grateful for that. But taking time out to be grateful, as well as then doing something to lift your soul, are two things that you can do that truly make a difference on a day-to-day basis. And uh, Stace, as we close close this podcast out, is there any thoughts that you want to leave us with? I just was sitting here thinking, like, I cannot believe that I let this podcast kind of close out without mentioning um, this important part of my journey. So I'm just going to share it really quick. You know, um, we went through a trauma with my son uh, three, three and a half, almost four years ago. And right before we had gone through that, I was in the best shape of my life. I, I, I mean, I was distance running. I was in great physical health, mentally and emotionally. I was in a beautiful space. Spiritually, I felt very connected. And when all of those things happened, the self-care went to a screeching halt because I was caring for my son in the hospital and I wasn't thinking about myself. And um, fast forward, uh, lockdown happens with COVID. And I was introduced to a beauty brand and I've always had a passion for makeup. It's actually one of the things that I do to love myself. It's not about like putting the war paint on. It's more about the therapeutic process of applying the makeup and taking that time for myself. So I was introduced to this beauty brand and I started getting on camera on Facebook live five to seven days a week and doing my makeup and encouraging women to take care of themselves but the person that I was looking at in the camera every day was me. And it brought me into a deeper awareness of what it means to love and care for myself. And so my friends, what I wanna say to you is, 
it doesn't matter how, quote, silly your self-care routine is. It doesn't matter if it aligns with other people. It matters that what you do is a loving, respectful, beautiful way of embracing who you are and shining that light on you first. So whether it's a milkshake or it's makeup or it's reading a good book or it's journaling, make sure that you're being true to what you feel you need in order to feel loved. So that's how I want to close out. It doesn't wow. matter how it seems. Wow, Stace, how am I meant to follow that? That's so cool. And it's, um, you know, it's a really valid point. Make your list. You know, we've given you things that, that work for us, but there's no right or wrong way. I mean, your recipe is your recipe. So, and again, I'm talking to listeners here. It's that, what is it that, that lifts your soul? Maybe it's none of the things we've listed because you, you're unique. You're on a unique journey. Pick the things. So often we... um. You know, we kind of follow others. Oh, my God, I saw this on social media and start, you know, but we've really got to do things that work for us. So as you write your list, think about what, what really lifts your soul and make your list as unique to you. And um, as we close out, I just want to mention a couple of things. One, you know, Stace mentioned, you know, she likes to read a book. But we haven't mentioned Stacey's book. So, um, you know, Stacey, your book came out on Amazon a week ago, uh, lots of activities around the book. I will include the the link to Stacey's book in um, in the show notes. We've talked about it in previous episodes. It's, um, you know, Stacey shares her story, but at the end of every chapter, there's also a life lesson and a question for, for all the listeners. And it's really cool how it's kind of structured to um, to really make, it, make you think about your life. So from... Yeah, maybe I'm a little biased, but I would highly recommend it if it's something you want to do today to to kind of spoil yourself. Also excited to announce that we are going to, um, so me and Stacey do a mentorship program. Um, for a while, we've been talking about introducing a group program. Um, it's interesting. It's like every time we try to introduce a group group program, every, everyone we talk to wants a, um, to do the individual package. But the benefit of the group is you get the group dynamics. You get the the group healing it's a max of five people so we're going to keep it small but if something you want to do for you today is is kind of look for a spiritual mentor and if if when you listen to me and stacy if we touch your heart and your soul then maybe the group mentorship is right for you maybe it's it's a way for you to kind of truly connect with yourself we focus on living your purpose it's a 12-week program we go deep we love the work that we do we are really changing lives with it so if that's something that interests you, then please reach out to us. Send either me or Stacey a DM. You can schedule a free discovery call and we'll take you through it. Um, but yeah, there's a lot that's going on. You know, Akashic Records, if, if that interests you, then book a reading. We also do Akashic training. And I just love, love the work that we do. And just want to close up by saying thank you to everyone that's listening. We love, love getting the feedback. Please do rate the podcast, uh, write comments. It helps it get to more people. And if there's any topic you want us to cover in the future, please let us know. Sending lots of love and light out to the, to everyone, all our listeners. Thank you, thank you, thank you again. Thank you with all of my heart to Stacey and Venetia. Um, I love you guys and uh, love everything we do. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Sending lots of love out to everyone. 
And you know, make sure you take time out for you. However you feel about Valentine's Day, maybe this is a beautiful, beautiful time to start falling in love with you. Thank you all. Sending lots of love and light out and bye for now.